You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. I am your host, Kate All, the owner and founder of Simple Pin Media. We are a Pinterest management and marketing company that help you find and convert your perfect person on Pinterest. Today, we're going to be taking a little bit of a sidestep away from talking about Pinterest marketing. If you are really gung-ho about finding Pinterest marketing tips, we have lots of other podcasts that you can find by going to simplepinmedia.com. Click on podcasts. You can see our latest podcasts about Pinterest. But we wanted to do this episode because we had so many people in our community struggling with being a stay-at-home parent and working a business. And there's nothing like trying to straddle that world of either working at home for some other company or being an entrepreneur and trying to work from home and trying to push yourself to reach your goals while you're trying to navigate Google Classroom, Zoom calls, and all the things your kids need. For today's episode, I have one of our clients, Jerry Spears, who he has Foodness Gracious, which is an amazing food blog. And he is a stay-at-home dad. He actually intentionally chose to be a stay-at-home dad many years ago, 10 years ago when his son was born. And so we're going to talk about that transition from stay-at-home dad to your kids are in full-time school to all of a sudden COVID hits and the kids are at home. So he's going to share a little bit about his story and some tips that he has for you for thriving at home with kids and not just surviving while trying to grow a business and trying to navigate. And at the end, he gives two really good takeaways for the things he's learned over 2020 and how to navigate this change that we've seen. And I want to share a little bit before um, I share my discussion with Jerry about what it's been like for me. In the beginning uh, with COVID, obviously, um, my kids are current ages are 11, uh, 13, almost 14 and 15. And I have three different schools for my kids. And it was this complete, like somebody took a top and they spun it and nobody knew where to land. And my husband had actually went gone back to work for a company part-time. Um, some of you who have been longtime listeners to the podcast know that he was a pastor for a while and he is no longer doing that. So right as COVID hit, he started working, which meant that I was now primary parent who was not only running a business, and if you don't know, Simple Pin has 38 employees. So running a business, navigating all this online software, and trying to figure out how to help my kids adjust to not seeing their friends, to being at home all the time, to being with each other all the time. And as we know, um, those of you who have been through it, the spring was a very hard time for schools because there was no way to really understand how to do online school in the span of two weeks time. So it was very chaotic. And we realized that we just had to get through it till summer. We just had to figure out what was going on, get the lay of the land and do just enough to get through. Well, then as summer came and we looked at fall, we realized 
the kids aren't going back to school. And there were several ups and downs for us. And we are on the West Coast and I know Jerry is on the West Coast too. And our West Coast kids have never had the chance to go back to school. I know some of you in other parts of the country, your kids have, but here we haven't. And so when we approached fall, uh, we, we knew that online school was the way to go. The fall was very tough for our family uh, for several reasons. We, what surfaced was learning struggles for kids, um, navigating online technology, missing assignments, all the things. And October and November were just some of the most stressful. And so what we had to do was make a decision in our house about how we were going to make decisions about schooling and about work and about our time and our focus. And the key to all of it for us was communication. How could we sit down together and look at this situation and go, okay, we have this thing that we don't love, but what are we going to do with it? How are we going to thrive and not just survive? For us, that meant pulling our kids, one of our middle daughter from traditional school and putting her in a private school that was two hours a day. That's all the state of Oregon will allow them to meet in person as. And so we were able to do that for her. And those first couple of weeks were so bumpy again. And I found myself going in the span of a day, I am mom, cook, nurse, plumber, CEO, um, counselor, diabetic mom, like I'm all these things at once. And I had to realize that for me, I needed to put things in place that felt like I was being poured into, that that I was being invested in. And that meant uh, I have a Marco Polo chat with some friends that we chat every single day. We had to meet in person with some people even, and we took the risk on that because we needed some face-to-face counsel and conversation and um, making sure that my kids were okay. And we did a lot of puzzles. I'm not going to lie. I love puzzles. And that is the way I organize my brain. And I know that sounds completely crazy to a lot of people. But um, we just started to do the things that we knew worked for all of us. Sure, there's way more screen time. Um, There's way more of us just sitting around. We invested in a bike. That's another thing. That's not a Peloton. It's not super fancy. It's a $150 bike off Amazon that can fold up. It's amazing. It's one of the best things we have ever purchased. I'll link to it in the show notes. And we, everybody has to get on it at least once a day. I get on it while I'm watching TV or I'm stressed out because I live in the Northwest and it's raining and it's windy as I record this. So going outside and our gyms are closed. So there's a lot of things we've had to do that are different, but I will say... Looking back over 2020, I've had a chance to really connect with my kids. My kids have had a chance to connect with each other. And we've really had an opportunity that had this not happened, would not have been there to get to know one another even more. And as Jerry talks about at the end of this podcast, we are all excited to see our kids go to school, not because we don't want them around, but because we know they want their friends. We know they want community, like we all want community in person and face-to-face. So while things may come out of this situation and and never be the same again, like um, you know, we talked about at the end of this podcast too, the whole 9-11 switch, like there's a, there's a lot of things that have changed for us at airports that we still do. There will probably be those things with COVID, but I hope that for all of you who are trying to navigate both business and stay at home and kids, I hope that this 
helps you and encourages you that you're not alone, that there's a lot of people doing it with you, and that we are all trying to figure out how to make this work in a time that is not ideal. But even though it's not ideal, there's still good things we can take away from it. And that is my one thing that I want to leave you with before we talk with Jerry is just find those places of joy and thankfulness in your day, even if it is small. And it's this redirect and going back to this place of right now, I'm just thankful I have a really warm house and I have a roof that doesn't leak. And I have kids that are getting along for the moment, but there's all these pieces and places of joy. And I believe at that point, that is what turns it from surviving into thriving is remembering that the small pieces of joy, however small they may be, that there are still good gifts in your life and there are still places for you to thrive. So with that, I'm excited to share with you my conversation with Jerry and I hope it encourages you tremendously. And if you want more of the information, the show notes, any of the write-up, the Amazon bike, go to simplepinmedia.com slash 223. Hey, Jerry, thanks for coming back to the Simple Pin Podcast. Thanks for having me back. It's uh, great to chat with you again. Yeah, I'm so excited to chat with you about how 2020 has gone for you and being a work at home parent and having kids. And we've had a lot of questions about this. And I know you've had your business for a long time, but I'd love for you to tell our listeners what you do, how long you've been doing it, and then we'll catch up on 2020. Yeah. Um, well, Fitness Gracious started um, not really as a food blog uh, at the beginning. Um, it was more that it was going to be a kind of like a stay-at-home dad diary. Um, back in 2010, I used to work for Whole Foods Market. And uh, when my son was born, uh, my wife said, you know what? You should just be a stay-at-home dad. And I thought she was crazy. Um, but it turned out to be probably one of the best things we've ever done because at that time, um, my daughter was five. Um, so she, and she also has type one diabetes, which meant at, at that time, um, I was kind of running from Whole Foods in my lunch break to her daycare to check her blood sugars and stuff. Um, because they couldn't do it for, I forget what reason, but they just couldn't do it. Um, so I was kind of running all over the place. Um, uh, so between that, and my son being just born, we just thought it was a really good decision to, you know, with daycare and stuff, to for me to be like a primary contact and a person just to be in multiple places at the one time. And I saw other blogs appear on the internet and food blogs, and I thought that's a cool idea. And I thought I'm going to make a diary of what we what I do with the kids every day and. That didn't last too long because it's too hard to do a, a daily post almost. Um, but then, you know, I, I w used to be a pastry chef a long time ago and food has always been in my, my business um, and in my life. So more and more food things would go into the diary blog and I was making my son's baby food. And so that would go in there and, and then it just became more and more food and less about the kids <laughs> sounds terrible but, uh, no <laughs> your food your food photography for those after you listen to this episode go to jerry's blog because it is beautiful i mean your photography is incredible so shameless plug for your blog but go look at it yeah so that's kind of how my internet life 
started. Um, fairly easy back in that time, you know, nothing to do with SEO or anything like that. Just, just a simple hobby that I thought was going to be what I was doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then when did you, when did you start thinking of it as more business? And I know you've, you've taught photography classes too, especially at like food conferences where we've crossed paths. When did you feel like it really started turning into a business? Yeah, it was maybe, it was a while later, maybe about four years later, um, where I, I, I started to make more contacts and more friends in, in the same kind of world. Um, and they, you know, you join Facebook groups and you see people, oh, I, I can make money on ads and stuff. And it's like, that's kind of interesting how, you know, how do you do that? And then sponsored posts come up and just the little things, you know, and people, uh, brands trying to send you product, uh, you know, for this and that. And I was like, wow, there's, you know, this is, this is fun. That was the main thing for me that it was all fun. I wasn't trying to build like an empire or anything, um, which, you know, looking back, I wish I had taken it a little bit more serious, um, but it was just fun. So that's, that's what happened to me. So what age are your children right now? My daughter is 15 and my son is 10. Okay, we both have fifteen-year-old type one diabetics. <laughs> I knew you you did, but I wasn't sure of the age. So that's yeah. Cool. So exact same age. Yes, yeah, so um, you know my world then. Yeah, I do. I do know your world. Yes, we um, we're struggling with one of our devices right now, and I'm ready to lose my mind. So yep. you get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in this last year, as COVID has switched, uh, what for you? I guess, like, what have been the changes and the ups and downs to your business routine over the last year? How has that shifted for you as a stay-at-home dad? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely changed. But I don't think, uh, like, being a stay-at-home dad and being my pretty much my own boss, um, I'm really fortunate in that sense. And I don't feel like my daily routine was completely flipped upside down. I feel like I was thinking about it and it's kind of like I was on the freeway and you know how you take a, the wrong off ramp, but you're not quite lost. You know, your, your, your direction's changed a little and you kind of adjust and you'll, you'll probably get to where you're eventually going to get. So that's kind of how I see how I went. Um, we had to adjust some things and at the beginning it was, it was really, it was quite stressful, you know, because I usually start around 8 a.m. after I drop them at school. Um, but they were still there in the house and, you know, trying to get them situated and, and calm and, and ready for, for schoolwork was, was quite hard at the beginning. Um, and then that kind of rubs off on like myself and my wife and, you know, we have our jobs, but, and then you would get the technical difficulties that was, it was school districts too. So, you know, between zoom links, not working and, and Google classroom. You know, we we're all in the same the same position, and and probably a lot of people can relate to it. Um, but it, looking back now, that that didn't seem to be for very long, you know. And and things definitely got much much better. So the thing for me was just like trying to remain calm and 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 think about my work 
was going to get done, but it was okay if I was like 15 minutes past 8 a.m. or it was 8.20. Like the world wasn't going to end for me. I, because luckily for me, I don't have someone that can pick up the phone and say, hey, where are you? You know, you're late. It, it's, I said, you know, so, and I know not everybody has that luxury. Um, but, you know, it's just, you know, a lot of deep breaths and, and you know, a lot of help from my wife too because she's a, she's a major scheduler and, you know, structure person. So that definitely helped. Did you feel like for you in that transition, um, how did your business focus shift? Did you feel like you had to, you know, you went into 2020 with maybe like an idea of where your business was going to go, even though it wasn't like you're growing this empire, but you know, we all still have these kind of goals of where we're going. How did that shift for you as you look back over 2020 from what you wanted it to be to what it turned into or did it shift? Um, it shifted a little bit. Actually, I mean, if I look back, uh, if I check my numbers, like where I am right now, and I, you know, it's all up increased on the previous year. So that's all I can ask for, you know, that's, that's fine by me. Um, so it's, it's still driving it forward. Um, but I, I think there was some days where, you know, I was maybe planning to, to, post something and it just didn't happen, you know? And then I thought, you know what, that's okay. Um, So maybe going from saying, oh, I'm going to post three blog posts this week and maybe two got done, maybe even only one got posted. It wasn't the end of the world, you know, nothing really, nothing really dramatic happened. You know, I didn't, you know, my page views didn't crash or anything bad like that. And, uh, but, you know, I still, I, I made sure like the commitments I had to brands and stuff were, were never messed with. So if anything, the blog took like a kind of like a second, you know, second seating to, to everything else. So you just have right. to, I just had to prioritize a lot more. When I like your, your perspective on it to say like, it's the shifting of what was to what is, and maybe that's. I don't, I'm certainly don't want to put this, these words in your mouth. So I'll ask you the question is what would you, what would you tell somebody um, maybe, you know, back at this time where they're all of a sudden working from home, what's the advice that you would give them as they're trying to navigate both kids at home and working from home and what that looks like? Like, what would you, what would you tell you essentially um, looking back if it was your first time during COVID working from home? Um, first of all, probably to be patient, you know, and not get frazzled so much, um, which is what I did probably at the beginning. Um, it's amazing how, like my kids are 15 and 10. So, you know, I, I know how younger kids are, but I don't know how younger kids are in the COVID situation. So I know we have friends who have younger kids and that must be much tougher because my kids, there was things like I would maybe try and fix there are Google links or whatever. And, and my son who's 10, he, he might be like, dad, I, I got this. It's fine. And he could fix it. And I'm like, wow, that, you know, that's great. I didn't know how to do that. And he just fixed his own Zoom link or whatever. Um, so just to be patient um, and, and schedule stuff. Um, so more like a, how can I say it? More 
thinking about it the night before and getting things ready and prepared for the morning instead of, you know, my kids stumbling out of bed at 7.30 and, and you know, and then being hit with the tech, technology problems or the missing books or whatever, or where is this, where is that? Um, so, you know, being, being more prepared um, ahead of time for stuff. That's, that's pretty much my two things. Patience and being prepared. Patience and being prepared. Yeah. Which, you know, it's easy to say, but um, sometimes I, you know, I just got to take a deep breath and kind of step back and, you know, my wife and I, we kind of divide and conquer stuff, which totally helps and that works. So what would you say, looking back over this last year, what's been, you know, the greatest joyful, I guess, accident of it all that you, what thing have you been surprised that has been a really cool byproduct of being at home with your kids? Um, I mean, I want to say because and I'm with them all day long, which, which has turned out to be kind of nice, you know, and I see things in real time. Where if my son is taking a test um, or a quiz, he takes it and he'll come running through and 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 be really proud to to announce that hey you know what I just got one hundred percent on that quiz. Um, things like that I would never see in the classroom. You would just you would just be told at the end of the day or whatever, but you can see it in real time. Um, so ha- having them there and and having it's like they're there, but they're not there because at the beginning we had them both in the same room, like our mm. room, which was a recipe for disaster. <laughs> yeah. um, they did not, you know, they did not get along well working back mm. to back. Um, mm-hmm. but, now they, but, but now they have their dedicated workspaces um, away from each other. And, you know, I go check in on them from time to time and they come out, we can have lunch. That's another, mm-hmm. another plus. Um, you know, I would never. I'd maybe go have lunch with my son sometimes, um, but so having them around and and having them more relaxed um, has made for happier times, definitely. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I can I can resonate with that too. Um, any last, I guess, encouragement for? Um, I know you gave the two tips, but just. Encouragement for going into 2021 with, you know, the hopes that things will change, but it's slow, right? And we're kind of waiting for things to unfold. And and I don't know about you, but I don't predict my children will go back to school until September at all. Um, so I guess what, as you look over, you know, this this coming year, and you think about your business and being a stay-at-home dad, I guess, what are you excited for? Or what are you, I guess, looking forward to? Or, um, yeah, just what are you looking forward to for 2021 and all that it might hold? Um, well, like probably everybody, I'm I'm looking forward to 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 you. You know, we say get back to normal, um, as normal as can be. I still think we'll always. Uh, I mean, this is not going to last forever, but I think. Well, we've all learned a lot from this, and I kind of have it. I think about it the same as um, you know, when you go to the airport now, you you take off your shoes and you take off your belt, and it's just a thing we do, you know. But 
I remember when that was never a thing, you know? Um, so I think we'll definitely take things from this year and carry them over into, you know, our future for, you know, for however long we want to do it. Um, you know, wearing a mask, I don't think we need to wear a mask forever, but I think if if someone is sick or has the flu in the future, we will, it'll be okay to wear a mask. People won't be like, wow, that, that's, that's strange. You know, be kind of like, you know, the norm and those things we're just picking up that, that will be okay in the future. Um, I'm also looking forward to seeing my kids go back to school. And not just, no, I don't want to say not just because I can get rid of them because that's not true. Um, but, but so they can see their friends, you know, um, it's great that, you know, my daughter can uh, FaceTime her friends and, and they use Zoom and there's always connection somewhere, but it's, it's just not the same as, you know, face to face. And I think they really need that. So, you know, I'm looking forward to the first day I can drop them and, and, you know, see all the kids back in school and because that's, that's just where they want to be, I think. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, Jerry, I've appreciated you just sharing your perspective. I think it's encouraging for me to hear. I think it's encouraging for other work-at-home parents who are listening and trying to probably listen while juggling mm-hmm. the um, all the things at home. And yeah. I was actually thinking the other day, I think our kids, you know, as we remember the tone of dial-up, they will remember the tone of a Zoom call starting with that ping throughout yeah. the house. Like, yeah. they'll never forget it. It will yeah. just be, oh, yeah, I know that sound. Yeah. It's just I- there. Yeah, I think there's going to look back and and probably laugh about some things and and just take it as a huge learning curve in their life, which I think may may be beneficial to them, you know? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Okay, so where can people go to look at your beautiful pictures and make your wonderful recipes? Um, They can go to fitnessgracious.com or Instagram. Well, I'm all over the place, but Instagram is my favorite and that's just foodness gracious. So you can find me there. All right. Well, thanks, Jerry, so much. And if you want a link to Jerry's site, which of course you will, because you're going to want to see all that he has to offer, go to simplepinmedia.com slash 223. That's episode 223. And Jerry, thanks so much again. We really appreciate your advice and encouragement and look forward to watching what you're going to do in 2021. Thank you. Thank you. It's been great to chat with you.